Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. What is the best advice you've ever been given? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. So um, I just thought this was such a cute little story that happened yesterday. Melissa McCarthy shared a handwritten note of advice that she had given to herself to her Instagram. Uh, and this was the... Um, the caption of that post, she said, I found this note I wrote to myself years ago, still stands. Okay. And then the advice she gives herself is the following. Are you ready for it? Yep. All right. To me, in 10 years, you will not remember his name. A uh, second piece of advice, it's okay to cry it out. Third piece of advice, for the love of God, buy both pairs of shoes. Next, please listen to that little voice inside your head. Next, a walk of shame can be character building. Another one is call mom. Uh, another one says, just eat the damn cookie. And finally, quote, go all in. You'll never get today back. So that was her advice that she gave to herself 10 years ago. No, not 10 years ago. Uh, at, but her younger self wrote this list of advice to herself. And I just thought, you know what? Let's uh, let's share the best advice you've ever gotten. 651-641-1071. What was the greatest piece of advice you've ever received? Holly, who do we have on the line? We have, we have Roxy. Hello, Roxy. Roxy, what was a really great piece of advice that you received? I received a great piece of advice from my uncle who... Um, is my hero, and he's no longer with us, but he lied about his age to go fight with my dad in the Korean War, so he's pretty cool. But um, the best thing that he ever told me is um, do what you want to do and, and live your life the way you want to, and don't let anybody tell you what's wrong. Oh, I That's love great that. advice. Have you, do you feel like you, um, you've, you've been able to do that? Yeah, for pretty much most of my life, yeah. All and right. this was even when I was I was about 13, 14 years old. And so that. this was it was really important to me and it's always stuck with me. That's great. Roxy, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Uh 651-641-1071. What was the best piece of advice you've ever received? Holly, who do we have on the line? We have Jenny. Hello Jenny. Jenny, what was the really great piece of advice that you received? Well, I kind of changed my mind, but the best advice my father ever gave me, and it's the saying, I think I can, that little red yeah, or train. the little engine Seriously. that could. Yes, my father would sit with me doing my homework, and, and he'd have a train in front of me, and he'd say, I think I can, I know I can, I think 
Oh, I love that. It tears. It's a very sweet memory from him. So, Oh, that's so great. Jenny, thank you so much for your call. 651-641-1071. What was the really great piece of advice that you received? Holly, who do we have on the line? We have Greg. Hi, Greg. Greg, what was a really great piece of advice that you received? Uh, I can't control what other people do. I can only control what I do. Ooh, that's a good one. That is a good one. A good piece I, of advice. I seriously try to give that one to my kids all the time still. I don't know if it's sinking in, but thank you for your call. 651-641-1071 was a great piece of advice you received. Holly, did we get another caller? We did not. Okay. We did get uh, an email from Taylor from my dad. The older you get, the faster time goes. So do stuff now. That's true. Ooh, how true that is. Uh the one this is I've gotten this advice from many different people, but one of the ones that sticks out to me uh is what other people think of you is none of your business. Just a solid piece yeah, of advice. That's a good piece of advice. Uh do you have any good pieces of advice, Bradley, that you've been given? Um it was our good friend Cat Perkins. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who once gave us a little piece of advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very simply said, in Hollywood, nothing is real, mm-hmm. and everybody smokes. So true. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. I mean, honestly, I use that all the time. I, me too. Well, we know <laughs> on the show, it, but yeah. like beyond the show as well, because the the sentiment is true. Like, right. just because you see something on the outside doesn't mean that's what's going on on the inside. Yeah, nothing is real, yeah. and everyone smokes. Uh, 651-641-1071. What was a really great piece of advice that you received? Holly, who do we have on the line first? We have Maria. Hi, Maria. Maria, what was a really good piece of advice that you received? Always buy good shoes and a good mattress. All right. Good shoes good and, shoes a, good and a good mattress. mattress. They're both going to get plenty of use. That's right. I love it. Thank you, Maria. Uh, and, and then we had another caller I know in line. I, I will tell you this. When I got married, we had a wedding shower where people gave us advice. And I don't remember all the advice, but I remember one piece of advice that somebody gave us as a young couple that we did not follow. But, I, but the sentiment I appreciated. Her advice was always fight naked because you can't really keep an argument going. And you got something to grab onto. Right? <laughs> So, Holly, who else do we have on the line? All right, a few more callers. Let's go to Maureen. Okay, hello, Maureen. Maureen, what was a great piece of advice that you received? My father always said, tell yourself something you don't know. Oh, tell yourself something you don't know. What did he mean by that? Stop talking and start listening. Oh, that's good. Ooh, I like that, Maureen. <laughs> Thank a good you. piece of advice. That is a great piece of advice. Uh, Holly, who do we have next? Let's give Betsy the last word. Betsy, you will have our final word. What was a great piece of advice that you received? Hi, Betsy. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Betsy part. Um, my mom always said, whenever you meet someone, you like, you have to like who you have breakfast with. Oh, that is good. So instead of telling me to find out if I liked the person, she kind of put it that way. So I listen up a little better. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's clever. I like that. Thank you, Betsy. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, everybody, for sharing your wonderful advice with us. And everybody, uh, if you get into a fight with your spouse, fight naked. That's all you need to know. When we return, 
No? Okay. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we need to talk about this divorce that we didn't care about until we had reasons to care about it. And that is uh, the divorce of Bill Gates and Melinda Who Gates. Knew? Right? We're going to dig deep on that one after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, so yes, when the announcement came out that Bill and Melinda Gates were getting a divorce, we on the Colleen and Bradley show went, okay. I don't really care. And then things got a little bit kinky and weird. And then there yeah, was you like, got really excited with the fondue season. Okay, stop. But then, but then there just can. But wait, but wait, there's, there's more. more. What? Yeah, no, we keep finding reasons to be interested in uh, this kinky story about Bill Gates and Melinda Gates divorcing. Actually, there's nothing kinky. You, you uh, were getting off on. Um, I mean, you know, I don't mean that. I mean fondue. <laughs> you. On zones. <laughs> no, uh, and then remember they had this like divorce island and we were, wanted to just live on divorce island. Yes. So it was like kinky fondue, Rich divorce island. Things. Then, you guys, and I think Holly, you might have referenced this. I don't know if it was a blind item or if it was in the dirt alert, but that Melinda Gates, or maybe it was Elizabeth Reese yesterday referencing it. I don't know. But anyway, the story was that Melinda Gates actually began her divorce proceedings uh, at a time when uh, she was apparently rather uncomfortable with Bill's uh, connections with one now deceased Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. And we talked a little bit just like offhandedly oh, about it yesterday. There was a blind item at one point, right? Well, the blind item was that Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein were hanging out in a Montecito mansion with models. Yeah, models. At, one po- at one point in time, that means okay. sex trafficking, right? Anyway, um, so then I saw this article uh, at the tail end of yesterday, and I thought, okay, we need to like keep our eyes and ears peeled. And Holly, if there are actual blind items that begin to pop up about this, because, um. The actual story uh, purports to say that Melinda expressed, quote, unease. And this is from The Guardian. So this is not like Us Weekly or People Magazine, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But a report in The Guardian that says that Melinda Gates expressed her unease at his relationship, that is Bill's relationship with Jeffrey Epstein, like as early as 2013, And when she met with divorce lawyers, because this is the other thing we learned yesterday, that this divorce was like long time coming. When she first started meeting with lawyers in 2019, um, that took place roughly the same time that a New York Times article detailed uh, Bill Gates meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, which included and I'm assuming I don't know if this was like the models blind item, but it included an overnight stay at Epstein's New York mansion. And what do we know about Jeffrey Epstein's New York mansion. Well, a lot of shenanigans took place there. Uh, that was, in fact, the place where Virginia Gouffre, uh, one of the accusers, was acquainted with Prince Andrew. Well, and um, you'll remember that place was all like decked out with videos so that like right. Jeffrey could like spy yes. on anybody that was staying there and. Which is great the, for the black rumor, ma- blackmail. The rumor is that he was recording rich and powerful people with, you know, committing sex crimes, right? For leverage. Um anyway, so what this what what they're con- the dots they're connecting in this particular article is saying that, you know, Melinda was like, uh, I don't like this. This is kinda nasty. 
apparently the Daily Beast reported that Melinda, who'd... Um, uh, oh, yeah. Again, this goes all the way back to 2013. So I don't know if we've got any you know new blind items or if we will, but I think that we need to pay attention because it just seems like, and you know how this works, because we've covered enough of these stories, you start to see a whiff of this and a whiff mm-hmm. of that, and before you know it... There's stuff trickling out like there's, all over the place. Yeah, there's stuff that we should have all seen 10 years ago, but because these are billionaires... Perhaps we don't. Also, not shocking to understand that Bill Gates, and I'm not saying Bill Gates like is committing sex crimes or mm-hmm. sex trafficking or anything like that. We don't have any evidence of that. So that would be pure speculation and conspiracy theories. Not that we don't occasionally do that, um, allegedly, supposedly. But there's no reason to believe that he engaged in any um, of that business. But I do think it's totally plausible to believe that Bill Gates and Jeffrey Epstein were buddy-buddy for the simple fact that there's like 10 billionaires, and well, not anymore, but there's like not a lot of these people that are this level rich. Mm-hmm. And when you are that level rich, you're hanging out together. Right. Right. Like, right. cause you've got common cause with yeah, one another. Cause Bill Gates isn't going to roll up and have anything in common with us. No. Although right? he should. I mean, I'd hang out with him. Although I don't know what we'd talk I don't about. I don't know what we'd talk about. That's the thing. What shows are you watching, Bill? Yeah. And he'd be like, well, I don't have time to watch shows. Actually, I'm counting my money. I. I really like family ties. You mm-hmm. could talk to him about family ties, Colleen. Oh, yeah. Sha-na-na-na. Yeah, that's about all I can. That's about sit. all. That's about all we might have in common. Because yeah, but you're right. They do roll in the same circles. Um, I, I am curious. Well, I I think you're right, Bradley. Like this has been going on since 2013. We've been hearing dribs and drabs about her concern about his friendship with Jeffrey Epstein. And when little things start to show up, bigger things are usually lurking around a corner somewhere, especially when there's a divorce in process. Yeah. I mean, Um, which, which also makes you a little wary. Like you want to be careful because like there are people who have a vested interest in either bringing, you know, like tattering, uh, Bill's image, perhaps, but... Well, what's interesting about the timeline is that the Wall Street Journal is reporting that it was only in 2019 when Melinda Gates hired attorneys to start exploring a divorce, and that's when Jeffrey Epstein was arrested and eventually no longer is on this plane Planet. of existence, yeah. right? Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, 
Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. So then it begs the question, back in 2013, did Melinda Gates understand that Bill Gates was meeting with people like Jeffrey Epstein, which was after his conviction in a Florida court. So it was post uh, his involvement in the criminal justice system. In that Daily uh, Beast story, it says that she warned her husband against associating with him in 2013. And they say that she was furious with him for meeting with the wealthy sex offender, Jeffrey Epstein. And it proved to, quote, be a turning point for the Gates' relationship. Yeah, that's really interesting, and also interesting that even though he'd been warned about, well, you can that they he maintained the friendship, and you can kind of understand that from the like I know better sense. Like, how many people have you know trotted that out before? Like, oh, you know, I'm sure a lot of those stories are not true. I mean, or he knew how true they were, right? The, you know what the part that I get hung up on, and this just shows like such bravado on the part of Jeffrey Epstein, the fact that he had all those, like you said, Bradley, his entire New York, uh, not apartment, mansion, mansion was um, equipped with video cameras, and he had footage of all kinds of people getting up to all kinds of things, no doubt, the this is this tells you a lot about a person who's so confident that they can uh hold on to that blackmail without outing themselves as a criminal you see what i mean like that's the piece that's fascinating to me is like he, he's the owner of the mansion yeah where all of the underage women oh, are sure. you know what i'm yeah. saying like he is he was well he doesn't yeah he doesn't care about that he just cares about having control over other yes. powerful people oh. allegedly supposedly when we return on the colleen and bradley show we have uh some celebrities behaving badly we call them demons and we're going to tell them to to you. We are going to tell them to you. After this on my talk 107.1. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 107.1 streaming live at my talk 107.1.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. Hi. Uh, and these are your celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them and that name is D-Bag. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the day. Who's your D-bag? Well, my D-bag is this company who did this lady wrong on Uh Pizza Friday. So, I found this article about this woman who was awarded $32,000 after being excluded from her company's Pizza Friday. (laughs) And I thought, how does that happen? Rude. Okay, so... Right? Also, like, I want Pizza Friday. Right? Although then it just, I feel like then it would sort of lose its luster. Like, Pizza Friday should be like once a month. Actually, we we have Pizza Friday at our house. Not at work, but oh, at my house. I know, I was going to say, I'm um, like, fully aware that I've not me. had any pizza unless you invite me. No, we do Pizza Friday. No, it's, I know. It's fun to have theme nights. When I know. You have it's children. easy. You've got children. Yeah. Taco but Tuesday, I'm saying, Pizza like, Friday. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, I think it would lose its appeal if we, if it would, because then it's an expectation like, give me my damn pizza. <laughs> I'm not saying in your house, I'm saying at work. Got so it. this is not a personal affront to your no family's dietary habits. But what did this lady but do? But back wrong? to the actual story. 
So on the last Friday of... Oh, so they did it like I... Yeah. Okay. So I'm thinking. Uh, on the last Friday of every month, this, um, <laughs> this company would do takeout for the entire office, except for the receptionist named Mel Gerzada. I don't know. That's kind of a fun name. So I'll just call her Mal. Um, she was a receptionist. So they got literally everybody could pick like what kind of pizza they wanted. Oh gosh, how nice. And she didn't get nothing. Rude. Um, why? and you might be asking why. Well, I, yes, I desperately want to know why. Because apparently, according to her, all of her coworkers, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing because it's just so absurd that anybody would think this was acceptable behavior. She said all of her coworkers were asked what restaurant they'd like, and then they'd order this special lunch from there. And they were all invited to share, I'm reading verbatim, in the uh-huh. bounty of corporate takeout with their fellow employees. Now, when she joined the company, allegedly back in 2014, they let her do this. But then... She accused another staff member of sexual discrimination. And apparently that turned the that office was against her. For them to not invite her to Pizza Friday. Yeah. In fact, the company said that um uh the accused employee did behave inappropriately, was punished. However, even though her allegations had been proven correct, she was punished by her coworkers who apparently did not like that she was a snitch. And so they decided that they were going to keep her from enjoying Pizza Friday. Rude. I just think that's so petty. Yeah. Like, I mean, the woman was well, justified in her sexual discrimination claim, and your co-worker's like, bitch ain't getting no pizza. Well, that's the thing I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to put myself in the situation where... One person in the office did something, even though it was right, that everybody else thought was wrong. And how does that revenge take place, right? Like, does it start with, like, a couple people at lunch being like, you know what? I don't think we should invite Mal to Pizza Friday anymore. Oh. Yeah. That and Mal, then it spreads. She's she's not one of us. So for, for how long did she not get to partake in Pizza Friday? I don't know. But she ended up leaving because they, they kind of got rid of her. They were like, uh, we're going to fill this job with a full-time person, and she was part-time. And they were like, well, you don't get Pizza Friday because you're part-time. So she would just sit there and stare at them eating their pizza. Watch them and eat then, their pizza. like, walk to the parking lot and just be sad. But anyway... the, the Joke's c- on them. Yeah, well, because <laughs> the judge was like, yeah, this treatment of this woman who brought a sexual discrimination claim, this is a campaign of victimization, and you, dear company, are now going to pay her roughly $32,000 in damages. Pizza is supposed to bring people together, not tear them apart. Thank you. Like the slices of pizza that you are uh, inhaling. And also, I can't actually think of anything less exciting than doing shared pizza at work. I mean, even though I've done it a lot at this workplace, it's usually fine. But a lot of times I just don't I have pizza stress. We've talked about this on the show. Let's outline Mm -hmm. what pizza stress is. The two of you have discussed your pizza stress at length. It's just that, like, I am very. Uh, I you want as much pizza as you can have. I and when I you get have to share it, you don't get all your pieces. When other people start 
helping themselves to their pizza. Yeah. Or you have to compromise your topping selection. Yes. That's so the like piece you, that I'm not a big fan of, but I am. That's pizza I'm stress. That's certified going, pizza stress. Like, I'll eat Are just you? plain. Yeah. Like, I'm fine with the just the sausage or the pepperonis. I'm fine with it. Yeah, but then you get somebody who's like, well, actually, I really like mushrooms. Yes. But I don't like onions or sausage or pepperonis. So then you're like... Okay, so what? We're going to get a mushroom pizza? This is this no. is actually my message to the world. You don't get to, when you are in a group situation, you get three choices. You don't get to have what you want. You get, you get to three have... three choices? What does that mean? You get three choices. You either can have cheese, pepperoni, or sausage. If you're lucky, maybe you'll get one with both, sausage and pepperoni. Yeah, but usually what happens in uh, the experience I've had is... I have to fight to get a pepperoni. Nobody wants cheese, and somebody inevitably wants Hawaiian oh, or like no. all the vegetables. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nobody eats that. And then here's what here's what drives me up a gosh darn, darn wall. So don't even get him started. He's about to get started. Um, people go, hey, uh, I really like the um. You know, the garden spread pizza, it's mm-hmm. so tasty. I just, you know, like when I have, <laughs> when I have the pepperoni, so it's just too greasy. Right it's like little puddles of grease. Mm-hmm. And then and the then pizza the arrives. Pizza shows up. The pizza arrives and the bitch is eating my pepperonis because <laughs> she don't want her garden spread because she's lying to herself. She didn't want it in the first place. She was trying to talk herself into the garden spread she pizza. She thought it was a salad. <laughs> One time I had a friend who ordered pizza with broccoli on it. No, that no, is that's dumb. nasty. That, Again, uh, see, this is my thing. Please the don't problem, call her email. The, nasty. The, this is the problem. The problem <laughs> is that that we haven't figured out the social contract of group pizza. Yeah, that's the right. social pizza contract stress. of group pizza is you get your cheese, you get pepperoni, or you get sausage. You don't get to come in hot with your requests about people, like I really like it with garlic. Can we get with one with garlic? No, no. the answer is no. no. And you know it. what? It, that is that is the boss's and responsibility. Then somebody else always does the thing. Where they're like, well, normally when I'm at home, we would get anchovies on our pizza, but I realize that's very you know, like okay. So now you're trying to like. Fancy shame us with your like pizza toppings. It's okay. no. Who cares? You're not at also, home. Also, also just pepperoni. That's all you need. <laughs> pepperoni. Sometimes I'm in the mood for sausage. I mean, that's fine, but maybe sausage and mushroom. And you have to get the cheese because there are people who just are going to not eat. But do people the meat? eat cheese? Like even vegetarians, yeah. do they want a cheese pizza anymore? No, but again, it's not about what you want. It's about being in a group situation and making compromises. Yeah, yeah. and because if I want a pizza, mm-hmm. I, oh, want my, I want my I want sausage and onions. Kebabs? I want sausage, no. onions, mushrooms, and black olives. But nobody else wants that, and I know it. So I just go. I'll just have sausage. Thank you. You just deal with it. That's it. Group yeah. pizza group, is different than oh, personal. But pizza. I really like artichoke hearts, oh. and if you could get some goat cheese on there, I'd be really happy. Okay, no. The answer is no. No, if you're doing it personal, if you're doing it solo, you, you know, do, you do whatever you want. You do you what you want. Your... You want to put some balsamic drizzle on your pizza? <laughs> Go for it. Okay. I didn't know what we were putting on there. <laughs> some balls. <laughs> some balsamic drizzle. Okay, that's nasty. <laughs> All right. Uh, would you like to know who yes, my D bag is? Yes. Who's your D bag? Sorry, oh, we got s- pizza track. It's okay. It happens. Um, this. 
body language expert that uh, consulted with the Daily Mail about Meghan Markle's oh God. body language at the Vax <laughs> Let Live concert. Okay, go ahead. She was uh, rude, did not want to be there, did not like anyone, no. was mean. She hmm. was really nervous. Oh. And okay. not confident. And she was assuming a very um, queen-like position. (laughs) What? Yes. So she began. So this is all according to Judy James. And that's Judy spelled J-U-D-I. James. Jenny. Who is Judy. Who is a body language expert. Uh, She said that um, the way that she began her address being Meghan Markle she used the phrase my husband and i in reference to harry who okay. by the way is, is her, her husband, husband. Yeah. yeah um but that this really was a signature quote from the queen and that style and of presence was also endorsed by megan's upright but static pose and her quote kindly maternal mouth smile her kindly maternal mouth smile. Jeez, I don't even know what that means. Anyway, so she said basically like that. Megan was trying to replicate the queen's style. Um, after that, she said that you also could see very easily that Megan was incredibly nervous because she was uh, using her quote self comfort thumb thumb rub gesture. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what that means. Apparently she was rubbing her thumb and that was a way of showing that she was nervous. She displayed some of the signs of passion for her cause that we have seen before, including a part raised finger of control and some subtle head tilts, according to Judy Gems. Um, anyway, this was, by the way, in contrast to how comfortable Harry seemed. Um, well, yeah, it's like, just dumb. All it is is just dumb. I, yeah. I just wanted to say that that was thank dumb. You. Yes, thank you. Mm-hmm. Like, and and then somebody pointed out that she did this address during the Vax Live concert from a bench in her yard, and it is well, thought that that was also a means of promoting her book. Oh, that's clever. Which and I thought- also. Right. So yes, she has a book she to just promote, wrote a book. right? And she wants How to sell dare it. <laughs> this woman who wrote a book is promote so trying it. to promote it. Oh, yeah, because you know people don't do that anymore. I just also what? think like the thing about I don't listen. I'm no body language expert, but I can read body language. Am I an expert? No, but I feel like you know I would know if somebody it's was like, not interested it's like in porn. something. Oh. Okay, go on. The definition of porn. Like, it's very hard to define what pornography is, but you know it when you see it. So, I thank you. I also think you can, you can certainly talk, you can talk in such a, or you can bend body language in a way that fits your own narrative. Yeah, it's like horoscopes. Right. So, all I'm saying is this Judy James seems like the kind of person who's looking for Meghan Markle to fail a little bit yeah and i'm not interested thanks. yeah well you're never gonna see an article about Meghan markle that's like Meghan markle appears to be totally normal no. and well adjusted not gonna happen she's just hanging out 
doing her also, thing. Also, the woman is like ready to give birth. Yeah. I mean, I am sure there is something uncomfortable in her body. So if she needs to rub her thumb to make herself feel better, let the woman rub her thumb. maybe she just has gas. Yeah. It could be. Maybe she's trying to hold something in. Yeah. You don't know. We've all been there. Right? Like somebody leave, you know, you have guests over and they finally leave and you're like, oh God, I can finally let it out. Yeah. That's also like immediately when you put your sweatpants on. Yeah. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, Mattel trying to take all your Barbies. Oh. And your Hot Wheels. Oh, hey. Yeah. Uh, They've got a new program. I actually think it's kind of cool, but I thought maybe we could talk about some of our favorite old toys. All right, cool. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Okay, I love what Mattel is doing. Uh, If you are a person who has old Barbies or like Matchbox cars, listen up because they've got a really great program. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hello. Mattel, who makes Barbie dolls and Matchbox cars, is launching a program that allows people to give back their old, unused toys in order for them to recycle them and give them new life. Oh. Which is great. Am I right? Because yes. on this show, we're always talking about Recycling? Garbage Island. Oh, yeah. And so this is their way of doing their part to make sure that your Barbies don't end up on Garbage Island. Um, so what they do is they just ask for uh, families to to gather up their unused toys, and then they'll use those materials to make new ones right now they're accepting barbie matchbox and mega toys and they're hopefully going to be uh inviting some other brands to follow and apparently they're not like the first company to do this the one thing that's interesting is like i don't you just want to like some of these i would check ebay first like well, can you yeah. sell these on ebay get some money for it yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. but if it's not in good items. shape yeah like, if they're then just for junk sure, toys. mail it away yeah. um you have to mail i don't really know how it works but uh it seems like a little yeah like are they gonna pay for shipping i don't know it's a really good question the article I have doesn't give us more details, just that this is a program that they're beginning. Um, you know, but it made me think, because I have toys that I'm holding on for, I don't know, maybe, I don't even know if I'm holding on to them for sentimental reasons anymore. I have, I still have my three Cabbage Patch Kids, and I'm like, can I just send those in somewhere? 
Consumers won't have to pay to participate and can simply print out a shipping label via their website and send them back. That's great. I don't have any Barbie dolls to send. Well, that's because you weren't allowed to play exactly. with Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, but do, I, you, do your kids have any Matchbox? Yeah, but good luck uh, wrestling those from my children. Yeah, they're still... Do they still play with them or they just no, have attachments see, to them? They have attachments to them. Like This is like the stage of life, right? Like You go through a whole thing where you're like... I can't let go of that thing because it's full of memories. And then suddenly you're 43 years old and you've cleaned out your childhood home and you're like, oh my gosh, we hold on to too much crap. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, there's no reason. I do not need the Cabbage Patch Kids that I loved when I was a child any longer. I, they are in a box. I do not take them out and play with them. My daughter did not play with them. Someday. I doubt it. I don't know. That's the other thing is like, I, because... There are things in my house that probably are worth something, and I don't even know how to get what they're worth out of them. Man, I am looking at some vintage Cabbage Patch Kid dolls on eBay, Colleen, and you are sitting on some treasures. Am I? Potentially. Some people are asking $5,000 for well, a vintage so the Cabbage thing, Patch the doll. The thing that would what? make Cabbage Patch Kids worthwhile is that they're all unique. Right. Right? Like, each one of them has its own name. And a birth certificate. And its own... Like, there's something identifiable on each and every doll that makes them unique, such that I would imagine you could find uh, someone who would want to buy them from you. I don't know. I definitely don't... Oh, look at that. Like, a set of three naked (laughs) Cabbage Patch Kid dolls for $99. I mean, they're like... Yeah, mine are not in great condition i had one so the whole story you know the thing about cabbage patch kids is that parents had to go to great lengths to get cabbage patch dolls when they first were on the market back in my day seriously you will hear stories about fights breaking out in yeah everybody's parent fought somebody at some point my Mm -hmm. dad left a meeting to meet somebody in a dark alley somewhere to make an exchange on a cat because i didn't just want a cabbage patch doll i wanted a red-headed cabbage patch doll and those were like humans not as um common to find they didn't make as many and so it was really hard to find a red-headed Cabbage Patch doll. Then I got the darn thing. And you know what the first thing I did was? Cut its hair off? Took her hair out of those dumb, ugly braids. Oh. And then I couldn't get her hair to look good again. I was going to say, she probably just looked like... She's all stuck a, a finger in the light socket. Yes. There's a wonderful um, episode of the Dakota Ring podcast about the Cabbage Patch Kids riots. And it actually, in from 1983, and it walks you through the history... I there is this whole history of Cabbage Patch Kids I had no idea about. Like there's a lady who created them, and the guy stole a Xavier Xavier Roberts. But he His but he name is on all of their butts. But he started it as like an art, like this like high end art project where, and they still have this apparently where, like they actually birthed these Cabbage Patch like art i remember that from cabbage like from a cabbage. No, patch. well, yeah, but they. It's different than the toy. Like, there was this whole art project side of it where they had this, like, performance art hospital that would birth these, you know, Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah. Um, totally apart and separate from the, the story that we get 
for the Cabbage Patch dolls, and which was something I knew absolutely nothing about. And he essentially t- took this idea from this old lady who made these dolls, and he kind of changed a few things and was like, oh, these are mine now. And, you know, obviously the family of the woman are like, well... And then he and then he made a it's ton like of all money things. Once you start none. digging and pulling, you know, onion layers back, you're like, or cabbage layers back, yeah. you're like, oh god, yeah, because we can't have nice things. Yeah. But still fascinating. Cabbage Patch Kids riots. That is interesting. Dakota Ring podcast. I would I would like to listen to that. Meanwhile, if anybody knows how I can get thousands of dollars for my cabbage patch kids, <laughs> if anybody can give me thousands of dollars that'd be great well, just, you know yeah. like where do you get rid of those suckers ebay yeah oh man this that list sounds them. like work yeah but the, i mean you take a photo you upload it boom 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 pretty good return on investment of your time okay maybe have you never done it. ebay i've bought things on ebay oh. it's really easy I've i mean i i got rid things. of tons of stuff books dvds there is okay. a market for everything okay You've sold me. Someone's going to love your naked cabbage Especially patch that kind of dolls. stuff, because you know there's some guy or some lady in Cincinnati who's like, I have a whole basement full of cabbage patch Yeah, pants. you might complete somebody's collection and make their whole entire existence, Colleen. Look Don't wait. You. I just want to make sure it goes to a good home. <laughs> you know, I parented those cabbage patch kids well. When we come back... Which is why they're in a box. Stop. On the Colleen and Bradley show, what is the most disgusting condiment? 651-641-1071. We're talking rude condiments after rude this condiments. on My Talk 1071. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. (sighs) Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hour. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.